0: This is Dak Prescott, and you're listening to Faith on the Field Show.
1: Welcome to Faith on the Field Show, presented by International Justice Mission. I'm Rob Motti with my beautiful wife, Remy. It's great to be with you on all of our radio affiliates across the country. Had a few weeks off, and it's good to be back doing this show. And and before we even get started, I just want to thank everybody who reached out when my dad passed away a few weeks ago. So much love, so much comfort from so many people out there in on the social media world, people who are listeners to the show, emails, texts, calls, everything. It, it was very very much appreciated and very much welcome. So thank you all for that. It's been certainly a tough time in my life, in my family's life. I know it's been tough for my wife Remy, for you, for the kids for my mom who's been staying with us now in Florida for a little bit of time before she goes back to New Jersey. So thank you all for the prayers, for the support, for everything. Our guest this week is a multiple-time guy. I've lost track how often Tim Tebow has been on this show. It's either the third or fourth time, but Tim is always great to talk to. So stay tuned to hear from Tim. We get into a little bit of a conversation during towards the tail end of my interview with Tim where we talked about there was a former NBA coach, Stan Van Gundy, who's now an NBA analyst. He was at a baseball game recently, and I've lost track of time. I can't tell you if it was a week, six weeks ago, five weeks ago, whenever it was, but he was at a baseball game, and he saw a player hit a home run and cross the plate and uh, point to – the sky, point to God, and, mm-hmm. and, and he questioned, well, why doesn't that player do that when he strikes out? Does God only help you hit home runs, but not help you strike out? And, and this is a question that I think a lot of people who are skeptical about faith often raise, like, oh, God only helps you when you win, and I've had these conversations with players, I've had these conversations with different athletes, and I asked Tim his perspective on it, and it's not about... It's not about the player saying, Thank you, God, that I won, or Thank you, God, that I hit a home run, or scored a touchdown, or nailed the three pointer, or scored a goal in hockey, or whatever that moment of success is. But it's about the spotlight is now on that player after their successful moment. Mm-hmm. And what they want to do is shift the spotlight off of them and shift it to Jesus Christ their Lord and Savior, our Lord and Savior, for those of us who believe that the Lord, that Jesus is Lord and Savior. And it's about glorifying him, not ourselves. So when you do strike out or you do lose or you do throw an interception and people aren't looking at you or praising you, it, it's not about, oh, why, why doesn't he point to heaven at that moment? Because they're trying to just shift the spotlight. It, it's sort of a humble moment kind of it's
2: not like people praise you when you do something bad anyways it's not like you know what i mean (laughs) yeah it's not like everybody's gonna be oh yeah great you actually you struck out like or whatever like nobody does that so it's not like you're gonna celebrate and or people are gonna celebrate you so who are you gonna say oh i'm proud of myself for like you know not doing a good job right now but when somebody does a good job we usually praise them and when we do a good job uh, you just ourselves we, we actually tend to say well I'm proud of myself, but you know what, glory to God for like helping me do all that and I'm not saying like oh, if I do bad i'm gonna I'm hard on myself I'm just saying like, well, I'm disappointed, yeah. but I'm not gonna go God, why did you do that and it's more of like well things happen it's okay and just moving on so it's it's the same thing it's like do you praise your kid when they do like horrible things all day long like you just talk to them, but it's not like mm-hmm. you're gonna praise them for it. <laughs> so it's the same kind of concept but you know you, you're going to have to kind of dumb it down a little yeah you know
1: and and that's really what it what it's about and and i i understand the skepticism and i understand it's such an easy thing to criticize and people often do it like when an athlete stands on the podium after winning the super bowl and and they Give all the glory to Jesus Christ. And you can go back and, and how many different players and coaches have done that. It's not that God's helping you win in that moment, but not helping someone else. Here's another perspective, too. And, and I remember talking to Jason Avant about this many years ago, the former Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver. And what he said, because he would point to heaven anytime he caught the ball. It didn't have to be a touchdown. It could be a two-yard pass, a 10-yard pass, a 15-yard pass, a touchdown, uh, a third and 14 for 11 yards, and they still have to punt. But he always pointed to heaven. Mm. And a lot of times in the press box in Philly where, you know, people are cynical, he, you would hear that, oh, God helped him. And I, I specifically asked him about it. And for him, where he came from growing up in Chicago As a young kid selling drugs, as a young kid um, being involved in gangs, and then having his life turn around because of his grandmother's influence and her sending him to church, and, and then him having that, building that relationship with the Lord, and then turning away from a life that could have, as he would tell you, probably may have Ended up in jail, maybe could have ended up killed in some sort of uh, gang violence, warfare, whatever it may be. But instead, he ended up going to, he also had trouble with his grades. Mm -hmm. And he had all these issues, but he overcame those. Ended up getting a scholarship, going to Michigan and playing football there. and, And ended up in the NFL. And he said, every time I catch a ball, it's me thanking God for the blessings that he got me to this point. So whether or not this pass that I catch is good for a first down, good for a touchdown, or isn't all that great anyway, and it was only two-yard gain, I'm grateful for the moment being there. And I'm grateful for where I was and how I got here. So that's what he did it for. So I'm sure every player does it, praises, thanks, thanks, gives thanks for a different reason, whatever's going on through their mind. Mm-hmm. But to, to look at it in a critical eye, like that's where we are in this world, sadly, that people will look at that, point that out, and then want to criticize it.
2: Yeah, it's just, it's sad, but you know what? I don't know. Some people just don't get it, and that's okay. You yeah. just don't get it. To me, I count it all good. The Bible says count it all good because everything happens for you for good. Everything, God uses everything for good, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So if it's good, Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Praise God and keep going and just be encouraged. If it's bad, guess what? God is going to turn it around somehow and going to use that bad for your good. That's just how it is. He counts it all good because he knows your heart. He knows what you're doing. He knows everything about you and his plan for you and me is fantastic. And we just have to look for what is good in every situation, everything. There's something about it that is good. And some things They just need to end for something else to start, and some things just have to keep going. The world has to go around. It is what it is, and just have to go around, and we need to just focus. Every single day, focus our thoughts on Jesus, focus our thoughts on what's good, and see the good in everything and in people, and let me tell you, it's hard. (laughs) It's hard. I mean, I'm a realtor now, and like... Let me tell you, it's not fun, okay? There's things you just cannot, like, it's hard, okay? There's challenges. There's a there's lot challenges. of challenges. Um, do I love it? Yeah, I absolutely love it. But there's people that just, like, challenge you. Mm-hmm. Like, like, in every single way, they're, they're just challenging. And um, you have to play therapist. Because <laughs> <laughs> a major part of this is just, like, really therapy. Like, thank God I have the, the education and the background in therapy to, like, deal. But. Yeah, it's funny. But you know what? I look at it and I laugh a little and be like, it's all good. It's all good.
1: Isn't that crazy, though, how God knew at some point you would be at this point? Yeah. So, as you're getting a degree in psychology yeah, at Penn State, uh, he what, knew do, you I'm guys, what say. do you guys say? Go, go, what is it?
2: What? You Penn State. Oh, go state.
1: Go State. Isn't it go? like I don't know. PSU. We are. We are. We are. There you go. We are. are are. I I ought to know that. We say
2: go State. I'm I'm an NFL guy. Yeah, we are Penn State. I have a funny story about that. But I don't know if we have time for
1: that. We, we do, we, we do, you know, you hold on to that story. Oh, man. You give us that next story. week, next episode, yeah. I want to hear your <laughs> We Are Penn State. But I do appreciate your perspective on how, like, you take a moment, like what I'm talking about with the Stan Van Gundy thing yeah. and the question out there. And I appreciate how like, you, you find a, a way to, you don't get angry, you don't get offended. And, and it does just allow for conversations. It yeah. opens up conversations. We can have these conversations. I, I'll say this: Benjamin Watson, who's been on the show in the past, uh, he replied to his tweet about it and said, "If you really care, why don't you ask the player?
3: Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. just
1: reach out and ask that's the right. player instead of posing it to, right. to to Twitter." And, yeah. and, and and that's you know that's how you can handle everything. It allows for conversations. And when yeah. we see things like this, it allows for conversations. We can talk about it. And we can help educate people. We can give them. Our perspective. So up next, you're gonna hear from Tim Tebow, and it's always an interesting conversation with Tim. You're listening to Faith on the Field Show, presented by International Justice Mission. Today, over 40 million people are being forced into trafficking and slavery. One in four are children. We cannot allow them to suffer in silence. We need you, we need everybody. Go to IJM.org backslash take action, get information, understand how you can be involved. Because of the work that you are committing to do, they will be free.
2: Hi, this is Remy Mahdi, co-host of Faith on a Field show. I am so excited to be a part of an amazing team at Weikert Realtors Exclusive Properties in Tampa and the surrounding areas. Real estate has been a passion of mine for several years. I love beautiful homes. I love beach homes. I love new homes. I just love helping you buy your dream home or sell the one you're in. So if you are already in this beautiful sunshine state or if you want to move to fabulous Florida, I'm your girl. Call me at 717-503-4924 or email me at remymadi at gmail.com. That's R-E-M-Y-M-A-A-D-D-I at gmail.com.
4: Since 1930, the Heritage family has proudly served the communities of South Jersey. From humble roots, Heritage's Dairy Stores now operates 33 convenient locations. Their desire is to become your convenience store of choice, not just because of their welcoming atmosphere, but because of their fresh, quality products heritage's milk is still the sweetest coffee's hot and fresh and heritage's full service delis offer the best local ingredients prepared and sliced on site far exceeding the competition heritage's dairy stores it's not just our name it's our heritage this is
1: Derek henry and you listen to faith on the field show Welcome back to Faith on the Field Show presented by International Justice Mission. I'm Rob Motti with Remy. If you're listening to us for the first time, you can go to faithonthefieldshow.com. Find every episode since we launched in 2017. We've had an awesome lineup of guests. You can listen anytime at your convenience on any of the podcast platforms. You'll hear full interviews there. Be sure also to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Faith on the Field, and tell a friend or a million about the show. I want to take a second to thank our wonderful sponsors. Please check them out on our website, International Justice Mission and Heritage's Dairy Stores. If you would like to be a sponsor for our show and help our ministry grow, please reach out to us at team at faithonafieldshow.com. We have various packages we can cater specifically to fit your needs. Our goal is to be on a sports radio station in every state. If you don't have a business to advertise on, but do want to help the ministry, we have a donate button on our page on faithonafieldshow.com. Our guest this week needs no introduction. Tim Tebow was one of the most decorated, celebrated college football players in the history of the NCAA. I had an opportunity to sit down with Tim recently. Here is that conversation.
3: Rod, what's up, man?
1: What's going on, Tim? How are you? It's always great talking to you again. Thank you for doing Uh, this. I know,
3: same here, man. How's everything?
1: It's going well, man. Going well.
3: I love it, man. Awesome. Good, man. It's good to talk to you again.
1: I I appreciate it. Hey, listen, man, the nominees right for the 2022 All-State AFC Good Works team—they've been announced. Tell me, like, what do you appreciate the most, Tim, about these young athletes?
3: I think it's their impact. I think it's the ability to um, go after their dream of, of of being the best they can on the field, but knowing their impact of what matters off the field and going after it. And the impact that so many of them have had—it's incredible. I mean got some of the bios, and you 're going to see guys that have been going on mission trips, guys that have been volunteering in hospitals, orphanages, um, helping in prisons, creating their own nonprofit, so many amazing things and I just think it's so cool, like we tell so many stories um, about these young men. These are the stories that um, are more important than any of the rest,
1: yeah, exactly, right, so much attention. Tim goes to athletes, whether it's college players, athletes in the pros, most of the attention, it goes to what they're doing on the field. But how important is it to recognize that what they're doing off the field, many of these guys is far more impactful in the community in the long run.
3: Absolutely. And um, I think it's also important that we share their story, right? Mm -hmm. So that we make it, um, meaning encourage them, what they're doing matters so much and they know that, but to be able to encourage them that this is um, and to thank them because it's so amazing. And, um, and they can have such long-term effects. It's not just for one, two, three, four years, but you know, so many uh, uh, of these guys that have been part of the good work team have stayed and done things in the community, built nonprofits and so many amazing things. And it's just so encouraging um, for me to see it. And I think it's encouraging for those that are going to, be able to hear about our interview or hear about their stories or, you know, here because, you know, you think, wow. Um, you know, it's so encouraging to see what so many of the next generation are doing.
1: It's obviously easier when you have a lot to give back to the community, but for some, they may not have much. They may come from humble roots or humble, yeah. humble beginnings and they're finding ways to, to give back. And how, how do you encourage those who maybe don't have it all, to to look for whatever they can do to use uh, however well, God has has, has blessed them
3: they can do yeah. that's right everyone has something and whatever that you have been blessed with platform relationships opportunity story whatever it is use that for for not just you know your gain but everyone's and for everyone's benefit and you know some of these guys have have done it by sharing their stories some have done it by sharing and um, the highs and lows, um, some of it done it by just volunteering. I, but every one of us can go be a part of something, can go volunteer, can go help, can go make a difference, can go share an encouraging word. Right? You just don't, you have no idea the impact and how far that goes.
1: Tim, there's been a lot of changes in college football with conference realignment, Texas and Oklahoma headed to the SEC in a few years. What are your thoughts on what's happening and some of the, the changes?
3: Well, I, I'm uh, very excited about Texas and Oklahoma coming to the SEC. I think that's going to be, make sure some, a lot of awesome games. I think it's going to be fascinating to watch uh, USC and UCLA in the big 10. And then there's going to be a lot of things I think are going to happen. I just think it's really hard to, to, you know, take a guess right now on all the things that are going to happen. I think it's going to be a lot, you know, I think, probably it's gonna boil down to three mega conferences i think that's what a lot of people are guessing right now and so we'll see what all is going to happen but i just i hope in the midst of it as people figure out all these different things i hope they can um uh, you know also keep in mind the awesome rivalries traditions and pageantries of college football that make it different than than honestly everything else and um so while everyone's trying to figure out what's right for their their school and their conference and everything, I hope we can also keep what makes it so special for so many of the fans as well.
1: I know you like several of the SEC quarterbacks this season. It it looks like a, a really impressive group of players. Bryce Young leads the way. What do you think he Absolutely. can do? What do you think he can do following up that Heisman season? He's got a lot of pressure, right, with high draft expectations. He's got he's
3: got a lot of pressure, but I think he's got a lot of edge too because you got to remember you know, they they came so close to winning a national championship in Alabama, that's the standard. And so I think that they're they're focused and they have an an uh an intensity to show that they let one slip away, right? And they're also their team is so gifted. I mean, not only do they have Bryce but Will Anderson might be the best player in the country and then they're just they got some good transfers, um, at receiver, um, at running back, uh, you know, they've got a good secondary, they got um, you know they leading tackler coming back they got a, a lot of pieces, so overall as a team, I think they 're hungry. How
1: much fun was that? I know you were at the Heisman house recently, right was that last week?
3: Yeah <laughs> yeah, it was last week. yeah,
1: what was that like
3: it's awesome it's just it's so much fun every, every literally every single year we have such a blast, and it's such a good time and honestly, right. we probably laugh too much to be honest with you, <laughs> but it' is just so much fun. And I gotta tell you, Bryce. I think the people are gonna like Bryce. Is a good actor. So. How about
1: that? Okay. Yeah, I, I, I like it. Now Baker was there, right? I saw you. You were with Baker. Mayfield he was, for a little yeah. bit. He's yeah, had a, it sure was. Yeah, he's had a tough off season, right? And now he's getting a fresh start in Carolina. Do You give him any advice about how to just handle some of that adversity? you Talk to him at all about that. How's he handling it?
3: Well, I just uh, want him to know that, just, you know. As a friend, I'm just supportive of him and, um, you know, want to help in any way possible. But, you know, he's just someone that, you know, he's faced a lot of scrutiny and and, um, eyeballs before. This isn't the first time. And so, um, you know, I think he's focused and, um, you know, he's a determined young man. So uh, we just we also just, you know, don't want it to be too serious, but also just have a lot of fun in those times.
1: Have you have you spoken at Urban Recently, I mean, how's he? How's he doing? I, I'm sure it was a rough last year for him, but
3: I know he's spending a lot of time with his family, and um, you know, and um, that's what matters so much to him, and, and so I think that's a, a really good thing.
1: Tim, I, I always like to to end it with a a question about our, our faith, and I saw something recently that. I thought maybe you would be a great person to offer perspective on this. Stan Van Gundy, who's a former NBA coach. He's, he's an analyst. Now he was at a baseball game the other day and he saw a player hit a home run and, and cross the plate and, and point to heaven, point to God. And, he said he tweeted. He said a baseball player hits a home run. He comes around, touches home plate, points to God, but his next time up, he strikes out and he doesn't acknowledge God. Why not? If the home run's a gift from God, how does God decide which athlete to help? And you know we hear these questions a lot sometimes. And I, I understand praying in the good times and in the bad times. But some for someone who raises a question like this with a platform like Stan, how would you how would you explain to him? when you pray and, and what it means, that acknowledgement of, of thanking the Lord for all your blessings in good moments and bad moments?
3: Well, I, I think it's about, you know, um, most importantly, um, making Him known. And in those moments when everybody's watching you, that you you point to Him, where that people know where your blessings come from and people know where the focus is and that it's not on us, it's on Him. And ultimately, you know, that's the that's the goal. And I think, um, you know, one, um, you know, reason for me that I would try to find a quiet place to get on my knee before and after games that, you know, try to be regardless of of winning or losing or good or bad, that it would be, you know, have the strength to, to honor him and, and the good or the bad. And, um, and that, you know, whatever happened that he would get glory and that it's about him, not about me. Um, And, um, you know, it's hard to to necessarily know what a baseball player is doing, you know, exact goal or what he was doing with, you know, with one home run or one strikeout That's you know, that's hard to comment on, but I think, um, you know, what I think so many people, um, have the goal of is, is, you know, in those moments of, of praise when people make it about them that, you know, they turn around and make it about him. And, um, I think that, you know, um, that none of us do, do it perfect and there's been way too many times that I've failed so many times at that. Um, and so I'm super grateful for, for the grace in those moments as well.
1: Beautiful. Wonderfully said. Tim, thank you, man. I appreciate you always.
3: Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, brother. I appreciate you.
1: That's it for this week. Thank you to Tim Tebow. Thank you to Doug, Pastor Scott, and everyone on our Faith on a Field show team. And thank you for listening to Faith on a Field show presented by International Justice Mission. For Remy, I'm Rob Motte reminding you, make a difference. Be a blessing. Today, over 40 million people are being forced into trafficking and slavery. One in four are children. We cannot allow them to suffer in silence. We need you. We need everybody. Go to IJM.org backslash take action, get information, understand how you can be involved. Because of the work that you are committing to do, they will be free.
2: Hi, this is Remy Mahdi, co-host of Faith on a Field show. I am so excited to be a part of an amazing team at Weikert Realtors exclusive properties in Tampa and the surrounding areas. Real estate has been a passion of mine for several years. I love beautiful homes. I love beach homes. I love new homes. I just love helping you buy your dream home or sell the one you're in. So if you are already in this beautiful sunshine state or if you want to move to fabulous Florida, I'm your girl. Call me at 717-503-4924 or email me at remymadi at gmail.com. That's R-E-M-Y-M-A-A-D-D-I at gmail.com.
0: We have operations all over the world, rescuing people from slavery. Because today there are criminals who abuse children, sell girls.
3: How old is she? Twelve. How much? Thirty. Yeah, yeah, man, I'm
0: And force families into slavery. Criminals prey on the easiest target: the world's poor, because they expect no one to defend them. But today, there are thousands of people gathering to seek justice for those in slavery. We are a group of lawyers, counselors, activists, and supporters. We are called International Justice Mission. Together, we form the largest international anti-slavery organization in the world. But slavery won't come to an end until criminals know they can't get away with it. So we partner with local police to arrest and prosecute criminals. This sends a message to slave owners. We will not go away. We stay with the survivors until they are healed. Until they are free each year we rescue thousands of slaves and protect millions around the world we are transforming how justice systems protect their citizens to those who are still enslaved we promise to find you we will get you home to your families so you can have the freedom you deserve
4: with 33 convenient locations, Heritage's Dairy Stores desires to be your deli of choice. Heritage's full-service delis offer great tasting products for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The Hairy Egg Breakfast Sandwich, made with two farm-fresh eggs, cheese, choice meat on a fresh Kaiser roll, makes mornings simple. Heritage's famous subs are built on freshly baked Lissio rolls, and feature Dietz & Watson premium meats and cheeses, freshly sliced anytime. Making lunches at home? Try one of our lunchbox specials, which are sure to please. Heritage's Dairy Stores, our family, your hometown deli.